Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Are you having some difficulty finding your favorite soft drinks? You're not alone. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi, what's up? Um, and uh, Bradley, there's a there's a run on some soft oh, drinks. Oh, there's a pop shortage. Pop goes nothing. So <laughs> not they, in my mouth, right? Pop this. Rude. I can't because there's none. <laughs> Um, well, at first, my first problem was the Diet Dr. Pepper. Let's be honest. I know there's some of you out there judging, saying like, you're not supposed to drink pop. I don't care about you right now. I care about <laughs> me. me uh, because <laughs> this is just what I need to get through this moment. Diet Dr. Pepper. Yeah, exactly. And um, in the beginning, like a lot of things, it was just hard to find. It was just one of the many things that was hard to find and, you know, probably low on the list as compared to things like, say, meat, mm -hmm. vegetables, etc. However, toilet paper, yes, <laughs> um, which I was fine with because I listened to podcasts and I knew that we needed toilet paper. Um, but the Diet Dr. Pepper was hard. But then that seemed to like write itself. And then... Um, I had a hard time finding the other favorite beverage in our home, Fresca. I can't even talk about it. Everybody seems to be bemoaning the shortage of Fresca. Mm -hmm. First of all, can I just say, by the way, if you have been forlorn for some kind of carbonated beverage, 651-641-1071, but I didn't realize how many of y'all drank Fresca. I thought we were the only ones sitting in our home having a nice grapefruit essence diet cocktail well, mocktail so here's what I, I my understanding and, and you probably have some different information because you've supplied an article that has wisdom in it can't deny that but my understanding <laughs> my understanding was that the uh corporation that manufactures fresca kind of uh slowed production to make some room for some other things and that maybe it's just the same amount of people that are loving on their fresca. It's just that there was less fresca to go around. That is true. Although from I just from the people that I've seen show up for fresca in social media or just casually anecdotally, I'm like, wow, I didn't know you all were drinking fresca. But what I can't bunch tell of you, closet fresca drinkers, yeah, fresca, whatever. Oh, um, what are you putting in there, trainer? Wouldn't you like to know? Oh, okay. um, not much since about 2002. Good. Soda flavors. Um, and this is a national article, which is why they say soda. We would say pop. Thank you. Flavors. Um, when I, I lived seen. in Texas, we would have said Coke. Yeah, you want a Coke? Mm. What kind of Coke you want? Because mm -mm. in the South, they say Coke. It's all Coke. It's all Coke. 
I'd like a diet Dr. Pepper Coke. No. Anyway, soda flavors have begun disappearing, apparently um, for a number of reasons, but mostly because of um, a, an aluminum can shortage. So, oh. like, so the amount of demand skyrocketed, which is not unsurprising, right? Right. And it makes total sense. Most of the pop you drank before lockdown, quarantine, isolation, whatever you want to call it, was in a restaurant True. or came from a fountain. I would say at my house, pro- like a solid ninety-eight percent. Because I never, I will be, I will be um, honest. I don't, I don't know why I would lie about this, <laughs> but what I'm saying Liar! is, <laughs> we didn't really drink. I didn't keep pop in the house very often. Right, neither did we. Like it would be a treat when I would pick up like a twelve pack of Diet Dr Pepper or mm-hmm. Fresca. And then you would guard that, you know what, with your life. Yeah. Then it was like, get your, you know, mitts grubbies off, my, off my pop. <laughs> your grubbies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get your grubbies off get my pop. Um, because, off me. <laughs> but I would go to, you know, we'd go to a restaurant and you'd have some pop. So that's where we were drinking most of our pop. Mm-hmm. But obviously, it's so obvious. We're not that going to demand shot up because everybody was going uh, to the store, and it turns out people prefer aluminum cans to say bottles. Because they're easier to stack. Mm-hmm. Um, and so because of a, a shortage, the, the increased demand, a shortage of aluminum cans. And then um, to your earlier point, there was also this push by manufacturers to secure the amount of like the most popular flavors. Right. So Coke, Pepsi, you know, the main products mm-hmm. that um, that they stopped making as much of the the lower tier or the more you know, complicated orders, let's so say. So rude. Yeah, like Coke Cherry cherry Coke Zero. Like, good luck with that. Or the, like, orange vanilla diet Coke Zero. <sighs> whatever business that is. Like, you're probably not getting those. Mm-hmm. So That's fine. Um, 651-641-1071. Is there a soft drink that you are missing the most or right now? Or a hard now? drink. Yeah, whatever. We'll take it. Mary's on the line. Let's take Mary. Hi, Mary. Mary, what soft drink are you having the hardest time with? Oh, heavens, Fresca. I cannot find Fresca oh, anywhere. It is the worst, isn't it? it? I love it. You can throw it, and I know. <laughs> For me, it's a soda. Sorry, it's not a pop. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll accept you can throw your apology. It. You can make a cake with it. You can throw it in vodka if you want. You what kind of cake? I need to rewind. You can make a cake with it? Yeah, you make the the little cakes that you bake a cake, and then you know with the little holes with the straw, and then you put the oh like a poke cake fresca, yeah oh yeah okay now I'm thinking it's about that will be awesome, but I cannot find it anywhere now can, I, yeah I agree I want to give her a pro tip, but I don't know if we should give her our pro tip. Uh, Colleen. Thank you for your call. Bradley, I, you know what? You only can because that's a problem, too. Your pro tip is a problem, too. Yeah, so the pro tip that we... Fi- or I should give Jamie full credit for this. He came home one day with a 12-pack of Diet Squirt. And it mm-hmm. turned out Diet Squirt tastes disturbingly like Fresca. But good luck getting Diet Squirt. Well, now that's all out. Now, this is the this is what I've resorted to. So I have a soda stream at my house. 
And the thing that if I ever really just am craving a pop, I have the syrup for that pop and then I can just make it. So like my daughter will be like, can you make me a Coke? And I'm like, I can because we just have like a cola flavored syrup. Yeah. Um, and then I can make that at home. Well, here's the problem. There isn't like a Fresca or a grapefruit soft drink flavored syrup. So I'm like, I can't even magic up through my soda stream uh, anything that approximates a Fresca. Yeah. Oh, not so fast. Until I Googled, how do I make Fresca syrup? Oh, and? It's not hard. You take like a sugar substitute and you get uh, a grapefruit and you squeeze that grapefruit and you sweeten it up a little bit. You got to make a syrup out of it. Huh. Uh, and then you put it in your, in your, um, well, you'll have to let us charged know if water. That works. I will. So I'm going to hopefully, maybe I'll have time to do it tonight. I just haven't had time to do it yet. I, um, do you guys drink any or try to keep any other pop in the house? Really? Fresca is it. And yeah. then just a lot of different bubbly waters. But even that is getting to be a problem right now. Yeah, no, I totally agree. All the good flavors of I your like bubbly waters. I like that spindrift. You know, that spindrift yeah, is the sparkly a people, water. I'm that's... not into that, but a lot of people Why? like it. I don't know. It's almost too fruity for me. Oh. I just need like a LaCroix whiff. I don't. I, I Sometimes the whiff is too whiffy? artificially whiffy. Oh. And then there are some where I feel like it has a faint whiff of beer. Mm-mm. Like just, you know how beer tastes a certain way in an aluminum can? I suppose. There's some kind of weird, I don't know, Beery sometimes flavor. I don't like it, but that Spindrift has got that nice little kick of that fruit fr- fruit juice. <laughs> mm. He likes it. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, we have to Coburgang a letter about Britney Spears that allegedly was given to a former uh, associate of Britney by Britney. This letter has come up in the past, but it's coming up again now for a certain reason. We'll share it with you when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Oh, so um, an old letter has resurfaced again. And it was written by the hand of Britney Spears to an associate of hers. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, when we talk about Britney, we get together the Cobra Gang. Whenever there's trouble, without the double, we're the Cobra Gang. If you've got the Okay. Why are we talking about this letter again? Okay, so his name is Andrew Gallery, which I think is a really interesting and convenient name for a photographer, but that's neither here nor there. Fully appropriate. Um, You might remember, it was about two years ago that we saw, it was published in the Daily Mail. It was a handwritten letter about Britney Spears' conservatorship that was written by Britney Spears' hand. But what was, I think, uh, odd about it or stuck out about it was it was written about Britney in the third person. So I remember this. We talked about it. We did talk about it when it happened, but we didn't really know a lot about it or where it came from or, you know, what it meant. And then it sort of, like, fizzled. Like, we didn't hear much about it. Well... 
Andrew Gallery is the person who was handed that handwritten note by Britney Spears. Mm. Now, here and so he did a series of five TikToks um, where he shared this letter. And there's a couple things that kind of came to the surface uh, in this video that he posted on July 10th. Okay. The first thing is that the actual letter, the original copy of the letter, Mm -hmm. was taken from him by the conservatorship. So the copy that he's reading, that he's sharing, is a photo, is a photocopy. Okay. He had taken a photocopy of it. The original. Of the original. Um, Allegedly, the conservatorship uh, came for the original copy. Got it. But it is, I mean, the 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 story or the the letter as he reads it essentially is Brittany talking about the um the conservatorship and what the public has wrong about her and her relationship specifically with Kevin Federline um and what is going on with the people in her life that are kind of trying to control her. And at the very end of the letter, she says, essentially, like, how long will this go on? She said, as long as the people are getting paid, but that doesn't make it right. She's a very giving person. So remember, this is Brittany writing about herself in the third person and would love to get the respect she deserves. Um, and it basically talks about how she's bought her mom a great big house. She's got bought her brother a wonderful apartment and she's given her dad the best job in entertainment, yeah. which is to manage her career. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just sort of pulls back the curtain and gives you another picture of what's been going on. And Andrew Gallery says at the very beginning of this series of videos, I've been hearing a lot about the Free Britney movement, and I feel like I need to share this now again. Um, he says, I worked, I used to work with Britney back in 2008 and 2009 during her comeback. Um, and he just feels like it's important. He's not on the payroll anymore. He's not under contract. Mm-hmm. So he feels like he can show his own identity and then share what she said as his way of sort of helping along the free Britney movement. Yeah, I don't think anybody has answered the obvious question, which is why is this woman, or I should say satisfactorily yeah. answered, this question, which is, why is a 38-year-old woman, 38, 37, 38, I always forget, anyway, a woman mm-hmm. of this age, mm-hmm. who, why is this conservatorship in effect to the degree that it it appears to be 14, 14 years? Mm-hmm. Right? It's At 14 least. years. Yeah. Um, because most people... Uh, conservatorships of this nature are temporary, uh, involve people with much um, more severe impairments. So this is just so highly unusual. Like there is not a conservatorship like this anywhere else on the planet. Well, and can I add, because this to me is the thing that really drives it all the way home, that there's this conservatorship in place because allegedly she's not capable of making decisions for herself, et cetera, even on, in like day-to-day operations. However, she is still performing. Even though she's not performing on stage right now, she is still managing her, you know, she still has a... But she was before. A, That's she was point, before, right? right. Like nobody's doing anything right now. So it's, it, you know, judging her like you could say, well... 
All she seems capable of doing is doing some, you know, questionable Instagram videos. No, no, no. Back it up before coronavirus. Right. She was, uh, you know, she was unable to make basic decisions about her life, Mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, as big as her children or as small as like particular financial purchases. Yet, yet Mm -hmm. she was capable of maintaining a job wherein she was required every day to get up and kick and stretch and kick, like do a show, Mm -hmm. which is not like as much crap as we gave Britney for not really doing a ton in her show. Like the amount of effort that she was putting in on a daily basis, day after day, week after week, month after month in Vegas. Um, But she can't make those other decisions. So to me, nobody has successfully answered why and how somebody... It just doesn't seem right that in this world, somebody that can le- that can move through the world as successfully and healthily as she appeared to be, at least on the outside. Right. To, that, that would then need to have that level of control uh, over every aspect of her life beyond. Right. And and when you yeah. And when you balance that with the fact that um, she has no control and she's still making money. For the people who are, to her point in this letter, on the payroll, yeah, it's like there's somebody better do their work and figure out what's actually going on. And and the frustrating thing is, like, uh, again, we're actually waiting. And so if people are like, well, this is just, you know, it's complicated and you don't understand what's really going on and blah, blah, blah. Again, just think about like, because I know people will come to us and say things like, you don't understand how... Um, you know, it can be with a person who's struggling with severe mental illness. Well, first of all, we don't know that mm-hmm. about Britney Spears, right? Right. We don't know publicly what she's dealing with. No, she is. N- there has never been actual confirmation from her camp yeah. about any type of diagnosis. They sort Much of less herself. They talk around it. Yeah. Um, oh, it's just, it's very interesting. Anyway, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got dumb people doing dumb things, crazy, stupid idiots after this. On my talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. These are your crazy stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say. That's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. We're going to Delaware first. Delaware. Hi, I'm I'm in in Delaware. Delaware. On Friday night, a pizza shop owner in Greenwood, Delaware, was closing up. And what should happen at that very moment? But a machete-wielding robber showed up trying to get some cash. Um. What with the machetes? I, what is that? Where do you even buy a machete? Can you oh, buy one on Amazon, do you think? Probably. Uh, I think yeah. I looked them up there once. Did you? Because I think we asked this question on the oh. air. You can buy silicone feet and machetes. And is it machete? Machete. 
Um, oh, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, look at that. Lots of them, right? Oh, See? Yeah. Right there. Yeah. They'll just deliver them right Why to your you house. Why would you ever need that? I mean, if you were lost in, you know, the bush, the bush you would need to uh, have something. I hope never to, to be lost in a bush. With. It happens. Mm. Yeah. I got a big knife, though, if I ever find myself okay. lost in a bush. Anyway, um, back to the story. That's what she said. The pizza guy, the guy who owned the pizza joint, he was like, I got to fight back. How do I fight back in this moment? He did the only thing he really could do. He grabbed the closest weapon, um, a pizza. I and mean, he, and he threw... did the guy just slice the pizza in <laughs> midair? Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> no, he threw the pizza at the robber, and guess what? He sliced the pizza. No, it worked. What? The flying pizza worked. <laughs> flying pizza. What was, did he do? The guy was scared. The machete-wielding robber was scared off by the flying pizza, and he took off running. So now the cops are trying to figure out who this guy was. If you have a machete so and somebody him. comes at you with a pizza, I feel like you don't run away. I right? feel like you literally just did, hold up the machete me, and go, slice, I, slice. I have a machete. Yeah. I don't know. I guess that, to me, smacks of somebody like you who just went to Amazon and were like, can I, where can I get machetes? Oh, look, they've got them on Amazon. And didn't quite know how to use it, but he thought he'd look really intimidating. Wow, you can buy like a samurai sword. Oh, yeah, you can. Amazon, you can get a lot of things. I, I don't you, like knives. I bet you didn't know that. I know no, this I didn't, about you. Actually, you can get stuff on Amazon. What? Bradley doesn't like knives. You're afraid that they will animate by themselves yeah, and, and just cut come them. after you. My, I'm fine. Mime. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> that just reminded me. I saw a mime sitting on a... No, you didn't. I absolutely did. How do you know it was a mime? Because he was miming. He was, Did he look like Marcel Marceau? No, but he was doing, like, he was wearing kind of a mimey outfit, and he was what? doing, like, mimery. He was sitting on a um, on a bus bench waiting for the bus, miming. What I was he... like, you don't see that every day. What did he have to say for himself? I don't know. He couldn't get out of that box. What did he say? That was cute, guys. Nothing. He said nothing because he's a mime. See what I did there? I feel like you had a hallucination, Colin. No, it was, I was fully, I had all my wits about me. It was middle of the day. Yeah, no, yeah, I can tell you exactly which uh, bus bench it was, too. It was over there on 46th, over by that cute little Cub Foods. Mime. That Thank is you. real crazy. True story. Okay, sorry, I interrupted in your story about no, you machetes, knives, animating, chasing you. Yeah, no, you were telling that story. Oh, but that's true. You do have a fear of that. <laughs> I just said I hate knives. <laughs> And then we ended up in Mime Town. Well, I, I mean, you never know where you're going to end up here on the Colleen and Bradley show. Where were you just now? Delaware. Delaware. Hi. Hi. I'm in Delaware. That's from Wayne's World. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we need to go to Tirana. 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 Specifically, the Freshco mm. grocery store uh, uh, over on Bathurst and Nassau. Now, I would call this a crazy, stupid COVID story. Oh, great. Which means that it's, you know, COVID related. Like somebody coughed on the produce or something. Well, um, yeah, there are some bodily fluids exchanging Ooh. space. So a Toronto woman was left shocked and disgusted after she saw somebody do something at the grocery store. 
And it wasn't cough all over the No, it was not produce. cough. It did not involve coughing, was but it, it did involve the exchange of, of body fluids. fluids. Were they having sex? No. I should say not exchange, oh. okay. the, I was the like, dispersal. I mean, okay. Was somebody fluids. going somebody, potty? No, there was no potty happening. Spitting. It was with the mouth. Yes, the spitting was definitely spitty. Now, somebody if I told you spitting. it was a grocery store cleaner. I... What? What would you think he might be doing? Was he like spitting on the sneeze guard to like clean? Like, yes. Uh, like, really? Yeah. Except it wasn't the sneeze guard. It was the grocery baskets. Oh, my gosh. No. So uh, this woman catches him on film and he literally is spitting on a towel Mm-mm. and then wiping down the baskets. He's spit shining baskets no. in the midst of a global pandemic we're wherein not, we're not no transmission involves spittle contamination nope we are not spitting we're not spit shining anything right now trust me believe yeah, I that just, i feel like i have not put my fingers in my mouth like sometimes i just want to get in the shower and just shove all my fingers in my mouth <laughs> that sounded really you weird. don't you don't say <laughs> Alrighty then. Uh, I will say this. Can I just say this? My favorite thing is right when I get out of the shower. I touch my face. Pick your nose. I pick my nose. Like I'm like these mitts are clean. <laughs> I put them any place. Oh god, that really does sound gross, doesn't it? No, there was. But I there literally like remember there was a moment. moment where I did just get in the shower and make sure I wash my hands about five times and then just like. <laughs> Rub all up on my face with my fingies. Because it just feels good. Like, you know what I miss the most? What do you miss the most? Is willy-nilly just um, getting the sleepers out of my oh, eyeballs. Oh, man. It's, a, it's rough. Like, without thinking, did you wash your hands? Oh. Like, at work, if I have to pick or scratch something, I got to get real clever. <laughs> that was really relatable. Thanks. Welcome. My final story, we're going to... Florida. Florida. Just Florida, nowhere else. Um, you guys know that they opened up those uh those Disney World parks, right? <laughs> yeah, yep. I knew that. Uh, so I heard that. those are all open. Yeah. Uh and I want to tell you about Except for the Hong Kong one, aren't they closing again? Well, they're closing again, but yeah. I would like to stay specifically in Disney oh, Florida, World Florida, in Florida. 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 Where we meet two uh, Disney vloggers, uh, Tanya Blake Blakey and Robin DePaolo. Um, they uh, do a video blog on their YouTube channel, That Crazy Disney Lady. And people are actually calling them crazy Disney ladies today. You know why? Why? Because they came down with coronavirus symptoms while at Disney World and went back into the park the very next day. Um. They said they knew what the symptoms were, and they weren't really COVID symptoms. So uh, one of them had an allergic reaction, allegedly, to a brownie. Okay. Uh, Is it a pot brownie? No. What kind of allergic reaction? She probably had, like, nuts in it or something like that. like a nut Uh, allergy. uh, One of them was not feeling well. One of them was... uh, Vomiting, quote, violently. Oh, God. Refused to go to a hospital for treatment or testing. 
Uh, and uh, the other one, they both, I mean, they both had some symptoms. One had so a she headache. she wasn't just, they weren't just crazy, no. stupid COVID idiots. They were just idiots. Total idiots. Because even if you didn't have COVID, but you had violent vomiting. And sore throats. Why would you go anywhere? Yeah. Back into a park where you could... You know, first of all, how are you feeling well enough to do anything? But second of all, why would you put other people at risk? I mean, even if it was just food poison. Right. Thank you. God. No, they're such huge Disney fans. And they're going to ruin they're it for take everyone. take their junk right back to Disney World. No, they're going to they're gonna ruin it for the actual Disney I think fans. that that's part of my, like, my big fear. Like a trip to Disney World is not like a casual, like a trip to Target, right? Like you've saved up some money. You've done some planning. You know, when you go to Disney World, this isn't like a like, oh, yeah, we're just, you know, if if you can't go into the park, that's like your trip. So I just imagine that there are a bunch of idiots who are going to do all kinds of dumb stuff because what do you mean? Because they don't want to waste their trip. Oh, right. So like if you go there and you get sick and you're not feeling well, you're not going to be perfectly honest before you go into the park because you don't want to waste that money. I hope that um, Disney and no doubt they have a policy of like how you can do all that stuff because, you know, a lot of airlines are not charging for changing uh, times. Right. I hope they have some policy for that because otherwise, to your point, they would be encouraging people to engage in risky behavior. Mm-hmm. Better to give people an out so that they can make the best decision. And that's going to. You know, ultimately, that's going to allow more people to go and allow more for it to stay open longer. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's like wearing a mask. Dude, if it meant like you could keep your job, wouldn't yeah. you just do it? Don't even get me started. I'm sorry. Don't even. I. I'm it's sorry. like a whole thing. Like what if somebody told me to wear um, like a, a clown hat? Yeah. And it would allow me to keep my job and to go to the places that I'm enjoying right now. I would be all about yeah, it. Yeah, you'd be like, give me that clown hat. Make it a, a fashion. Make hat. it fashion. Yeah. It it's like that thing. I don't know. I can't even. Don't even get me started. I'm already started. I can't. I can't keep going. I'm sorry. Thank you for going with me on that journey. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, <laughs> every day at two forty five, we play a little game. That game is called the Throwback Live. Aye. We're gonna do that after this on My Talk one oh seven one. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.